Hey, what is up, everybody? I am Divi Dave, and this is the Minnesota Leads America Follow Podcast, episode 01. Call, getting started. Let's get started. What's the Minnesota Lead America Follow Podcast? It's honestly a platform I want to create where we could talk anything from music, sports, art, entertainment, fashion, and everything related to Minnesota. Um, I look forward to sharing this platform with a lot of you guys that have uh, other platforms, that have other businesses, other personal things going on, and you're just looking for somebody to talk to or maybe get the word out there to one or two people that follow me already. This is that platform we're looking to create. This really got started off of everything that's going on in Minnesota, especially this summer. I really saw Minnesota step up to the forefront, lead a huge movement that pretty much took over the summer. We saw a lot of protests going on around the country. We saw a lot of protests going on around the world. I really thought Minnesota stepped up to the forefront, led in a time of tragedy, and the whole country followed. And the world followed, pretty much. And we've seen a lot of movement going on since then. It's created a topic that a lot of people could talk about, and I think everyone needs to talk about. That's the only way we defeat racism and hatred. So, uh, based off of that, I really wanted to create a platform to where I felt like, you know, we could display Minnesota leading and the country following as far as what we have going on here in the art industry, uh, in the music industry, fashion, entertainment, sports, um, season is about to start. I really hope I could get this off. You know, we're talking a lot about the Vikings, Timberwolves, what they got going on. So, uh, it's a platform that we can really talk about what we got going on in Minnesota and hopefully it picks up and the country, America can follow. Okay, so what's going on with me? Really, uh, as you guys can tell, this is new for me. I've never done podcasting or video series. I've never done anything where I'm in front of the camera and I'm talking to you. Uh, a lot of the things that I have done has been behind the camera scenes. I have been uh, behind the mic things, never really in front of the camera. But for this, it's necessary. Uh, I love doing media. I love creating content. This is nothing new for me as far as the content feel and putting out stuff on the web and on social media. I love doing that. So this is going to be exciting for me. Uh, so let's really get into the show. Really enough about what the platform is. Uh, I hope you guys can come along with me, but let's really get into the show and really start talking what we do here. Uh, so welcome to the show. This is our very first episode. Like I said, we also will have videos on YouTube, on Facebook, and on on IGTV too. So if you get the podcast, please check out the video series that comes with it. If you get the video series, check us out on podcast platform. Uh, I'm looking to get this on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you listen to podcasts at. Uh, it's going to be uploaded on all of the podcast platforms. So if you get the podcast, get the video. If you get the video, get the podcast. You know how this goes, man. We're just creating stuff. So also, one more thing I want us to do here is really check in with the people. So if you're getting this on a video, uh, please type in below here, like what's going on with you? Uh, what how was your week like? What is your week recap? Uh, anything new? Anything Anything you want to contribute to what we got going on? This is your chance to tap in. Tap in with me, people. And if you're hearing this on a podcast platform, yo, man, check in with us on YouTube or something and tap in with us and let us know what you got going on. Or if you want to leave a review, I heard those are good. I'm not sure really how this works in the podcast form, but I heard reviews are really good for your channel and for your podcast. So, if you have any reviews, if you want to tap into what you got going on, you want us to give you a shout out, please tap in. Communicate with me. Y'all do not make me feel weird doing this. I already feel weird starting a different thing than what I already had going on. Don't make me feel weird and I'm just talking to myself. So if you come across this, please interact with me. Let me know I'm not the only one like just talking to myself. People are actually listening and watching. So thank you. If you're going to do that, thank you. If you don't do that and you just check it out, I appreciate you too. So 
thanks to everybody that uh, is going to help and contribute anything towards this. So let's get started. This is the icebreaker segment. I want us to have, uh, you know, let's, this is a segment where we share as much or as little as something that's going on in the world. It's just a chance for us to create conversation and create topics. So for today, what I want us to talk about is What's the climate in Minnesota right now? Uh, I honestly think Minnesota has done a really good job with the whole COVID-19 situation. I see tons of people wearing masks when I go out in public. That's pretty much no store you can enter, no business you can enter without a mask. So I think we've really done a good job. I hear some news about what's going on down south and people refusing to wear masks and pretty much wearing the mask becoming like a political thing. I don't think that's really going on in Minnesota. I think we've all kind of just collectively said, if we're going to beat this thing, we've got to wear mask for now until we can find some kind of uh, vaccine or some kind of uh, solution to this. So shout out to Minnesota, man. We've really done a great job. That's something that Minnesota is leading and I hope the rest of America can follow along so we can get rid of this, uh, at least beat this or manage this as much as possible and get out there, man. Start doing what we like to do. This, this whole lock-in thing is weird. Like just flat out weird and it's crazy. They're, they're Everywhere is closed. Everything is limited to what you can do, how many people could be in there. So if we're going to defeat this, everybody Please wear a mask. Must feel like I should be wearing a mask for this just to carry the topic, just to like, you know, show the importance of that. But you get the point. Wear a mask, everybody. I like what Minnesota has been doing. Thank you to everyone in Minnesota that has been contributing. Uh, what else is going on in Minnesota climate? Um, talk about, I think we'll talk about that later as far as what's going on with the Vikings and the excitement of, um, with football season. But what's going on out there? So this is another segment where I really just want us to talk about current event. I'll, I'll start off with what's happening in Minnesota and will lead to the rest of the country and how everything is uh, going on in the country. So for this one, I'm very excited about this. If you know me, I'm a huge sports fan. Uh, I'm just going to state it out on the record right now. So, you know, because... If I'm going to be talking a lot, people are going to need to know where my stands are and who are my team. I, the Vikings, 100% is my team. Uh, another team that I like is not in Minnesota, but we'll talk about that later and how I became a fan here. The Miami Heat. Everyone knows me. I'm a Heat fan. Shout out to D-Way. I fell in love with the game of basketball through him. And since then, the Heat been my favorite team. So I rock with the Heat. Uh, <clears throat> also have uh, lots of love for the Timberwolf. Um, so it's not like I don't love the Timberwolf. It's still Minnesota leads. America follow everything with the Timberwolf. But uh, as far as basketball, the first team that had my heart was the Miami Heat. And we just going to rock with that. Everything else the Timberwolf do, we support it we uh you know interact with her as much as we can we go to games and stuff as much as we can uh as little as we can actually but when the heat is in town definitely that's a must go every year so shout out to the tumor wolf uh we still rocking with them but it's miami heat in the playoff we'll get that we'll get down to that later on uh but vikings let's talk vikings more viking season preview um i'm really excited about this season uh whether fans can go to the game or not this uh this is a season where you know i feel like team is kind of in we're slapped on territory i almost want to say as to where people aren't really expecting much from us but I think this squad is really good. Uh, now, it's unfortunately, we got the news that Daniel Hunter might possibly, you know, be out for the season. I know everyone's saying he's out for at least three games. But let me tell you, man, as a Vikings fan, we're used to, you know, getting our hopes up, you know, during the season. And then, boom, they're coming down. Like, Mike Zimmer just kind of, you know, boom, just started the season and letting our hopes down. And um, hopefully we can pick it back up, man. But as far as why I blame Mike Zimmer for this, he ain't tell nobody about the news, man. We're, uh, you know, we get Yannick Ngakwe, and I'm excited. And I'm like, ooh, okay, Yannick Ngakwe on one end, Daniel Hunter on one end. That's a monster pass rush tandem. And we're going to be, you know, our corners aren't going to 
be exposed as much because we're going to have, you know, two of the best defensive end rushing the pack, rushing the quarterback, and we can get away with having subpar corners. Yeah, all that just went down the drain when uh, the news broke that Daniel Hunter might be placed on IR, that will be placed on IR for the first three games. Excuse me, that this is this is crazy. I feel like Vikings kind of just kept that news from their fans and right before the season, like a week before the season start, just dropped that down, like boom, Daniel Hunter IR. Like, come on, man. Y'all knew what was going on. Kept this from the people. And now, like, the whole season kind of feels like a letdown. Almost kind of. Almost kind of. Now, when they did the trade, I kind of was thinking to myself, uh, and this is not retrospective view or, like, I really was thinking this. Is everything okay with Daniel Hunter? Like, we have a legit DN. We're training for another legit DN that we're going to have to pay subpar $20 million. Daniel Hunter already feels underpaid at $14 million he's making. He's going to be looking to get a contract, a new contract in that $20 million range. And we're getting another DN on a one-year contract that's going to win to get paid and we have uh Devin Coat on the team still looking to get paid is everything okay there and and I knew around that time they was like keeping him out of practice and come to find out everything was not okay he's actually injured and as far as how long he's out uh some this this reporter from the Vikings on Twitter said he might be dealing with a neck injury it's not confirmed by the team yet he was placed on IR but not really told like what the specific injury is so we're just kind of hoping like Okay, maybe it's just three weeks and he's back week four. Knowing the Vikings, I bet this guy's out for the season and they're not telling anybody because that's just what Mike Zimmer going to do. He's thinking he could play this whole, okay, I'm strategy game where you don't know if he's out, you don't know if he's in. But really, come on, man. Daniel Hunter might be out for the year. Vikings fan, take that into the season as your expectation. Daniel, Daniel Hunter is out for the season. If he comes back week four or maybe week eight or whatever in between there, we pray and we say, okay, now we can get back to having a defense we thought we were going to have. But I'm telling you, Vikings fan, Daniel Hunter might be out for the season. So lower your expectation as far as him coming back so we're not, like, you know, have to, like, you know, pick our hearts back up again because that's what the Vikings tend to do. They get it up really high and then shh, just spike it right back down. But we'll talk more about that during the season. Uh, as far as the season, you know, start to – Start the season off with Green Bay Packers, obviously. Um, one thing I'm wondering is, will the team kneel? Will any player kneel? You know, that's been that's that's been a huge topic all summer as far as the NFL returning. These players will take a kneel. Uh, I'm recording this on a Friday. We saw Thursday game, and the players, you know, kind of unitedly stood up together, locking arms, and the fans still boo. The fans in Kansas City still boo. So I don't know what the players will do. If you ask me, I don't think the Vikings player will kneel. Uh, if you follow the team during the summer, the organization has been kind of doing a good job in the community as far as like letting people know, hey, we're not just, you know, sticking the football. We're really like, you know, getting our hands in the community, contributing towards uh, effort that goes towards the black community. I would say uh, trying to make a change in this whole social movement that's going on. So the Vikings has really done a lot. I think news broke earlier today before I started filming that they will have George Floyd family at the game. They will host them. So that's another step I think the Vikings are doing to say, hey, look here, man. We know we we know you guys care about the community and you want to get involved. Uh, we are behind you guys. We want to help. This is what we're doing to help. This is how we can help. We're taking actions in the community. They recently just donated $1 million to social justice effort in Minnesota. So that's another way Minnesota is leading America. Hopefully we'll follow uh, as far as organization really helping and not just talking about it because it's one thing to talk about it and put an advertisement on TV. It makes it look really nice like a lot of businesses are doing right now just to, you know, say, hey, we support. It's another thing to put effort behind it. And I really think the Vikings have done that this summer. So I don't think the players will kneel. I do think they do something in 
sell to show like yo we're united so they will maybe stand and lock in arms like the houston texas and the kansas city chiefs did um maybe players may be standing with their hands on their heart uh some kind of action i think the vikings will do something of that sort so i look forward to seeing what the team do over there and how they're able to get around this topic and show us up a solid team so i'm excited about that so we'll see what happens to that let's jump into another sport here and i know this is all going too fast like i said this is my very first episode we will get this better we will learn how you guys want to be talked to and how you guys want to interact with us as far as like how we're how i'm presenting this content so we'll figure that out but please bear with me now everything's gonna be choppy but let's just talk uh another team minnesota timberwolves this is kind of old but i really want to talk about this because this is huge this is big for the organization the timberwolves winning the lottery uh that's the number one pick you know it's unfortunately this is like really a down year i don't want to say like you know kind of low as far as superstarish draft uh we have a lot of you know young talent in the draft but unfortunately we didn't have like an ncaa tournament so we can really look at these players and break them down and see which one of them, you know, got the cojones, you know, as they say, which one have the balls to really like, you know, put up in big moments. But we we have what we have. And as far as what the Timberwolves have to pick from, I think there's a lot of talented guys in this draft. Obviously, uh, we have the Lonzo Ball. Uh, we have the kid from Georgia, Anthony Edwards. We also have the kid from Memphis. Uh, we have the French kid. I'm sorry, I don't know a lot of these guys' names, but like I said, man, these guys didn't play in the tournament. We didn't watch a lot of college basketball this year, so we didn't really get the, like, the star exposure to some of these guys. Uh, Chris Weissman from Memphis is who I was talking about, kid from Memphis. Uh, who I think the Timo would select with the number one pick, honestly, I don't think this organization half the time to really waste to, like, you know, develop another player. I'm telling you, you have uh, Carr Anthony Towns on the max contract. We also have D'Lo on a max contract. When you have two max players, you can't be developing or building other, like, you've got to be trying to win. This organization has spent a lot of time the last 10 years trying to win. Now, this particular um, this particular front office haven't had much time, you know, uh, came in last year and is trying to like put that mark on the franchise. Obviously, you saw with the big trade they did last season by trading Andrew Wiggins to the Golden State Warriors and bringing in D'Angelo. De- uh, that shows like this organization is trying to win right now, D'Lo. Uh, that shows this organization is trying to like show cat look. You no, know, we, we hear the noise about New York possibly being a place that you might want to go, you know. Cat is from uh, New Jersey, so his uh, his former agent just recently got a presidential job with the New York Knicks. I think he's president over there or something, so that's somewhere he might be looking to go. You know, his family is from the East Coast. We can't oversleep that. Like, being a superstar in New York means something to people from the East Coast. Like, we might laugh at the Knicks and say, what kind of organization is that? If you're from New Jersey area, if you're from the East Coast, like being a superstar in New York means something. We saw obviously the pressure that put on Melo and forcing a trade out of Denver. So that means something. So Cat can want to go there. So this organization does not have the time to rebuild, to get a young superstar, build them up. We're looking at the Lonzo. Like Lonzo, before he develops his game, get the defensive aspect, he might be looking at a max contract around that time. At that time, like Cat might have already decided, yo, this is not working for me. So you've got to try to win right now. So I think what this organization is going to try to do is try to trade that pick. You know, obviously we've heard rumors of uh, Devin Booker. I don't think that's ever going to happen. The type of uh, summer that the Suns had in the bubble, I don't think they're going to be looking to trade Devin Booker anytime soon. I don't think Devin Booker is honestly going to want to get out of Phoenix maybe this summer. If they would have tanked in the bubble and had a terrible uh, like bubble games, the eight games, 
then I would have, you know, maybe possibly they would be looking to trade him or he would be looking to get out of there. But I think that team looked good enough to where he might give it a shot with these guys and see. So that's off the table. We've heard the Ben Simmons. I don't think the uh, I don't think the Sixers will be looking for any package involving rookies really with the T Wolves. So I don't think that's on the table. Now I've heard some trades as far as something that I think might be possible. Getting the Hawks, uh Collins from the Hawks, the power forward from the Hawks to pair him up with Cat and hopefully, you know, now he's looking to get paid too. So you gotta pay him. But hey, listen, that might be something you're able to do. Maybe the Hawks are looking to pair up uh, Anthony Edwards, who's from Georgia, who's from the Atlanta area, uh, bring him home or keep him home and maybe pair him up with Trey Young and see what they can do there. And maybe they're not sure too much of Collins and paying him. So that's something the Wolf might be able to do. I saw that on Bleacher Report. I think that's a trade that I really like. And it might be, you know, might have to put a few other players in there to make the deal work. But that's something the Wolf can explore with the number one pick and trade that. But if the team drafted somebody, if they, if they said, okay, well, whether we trade this pick or not, we're going to draft this person, bring him in, and work it out and see what we can build with the team. Who would I say this team should look towards? Um, you know, obviously, there's Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is intriguing right now because we could possibly say, okay, he's the most superstar potential in this. I just think there's too many holes in this game. The way he shoots, uh, that kind of crooked ball style shooting that they have. I don't know, you know, where they're kind of like, you know. Chucking the ball up there is weird. I saw Lonzo with it. Uh, I've seen Lonzo with it. It hasn't really worked for him. I don't know if that's going to work. He doesn't really play defense. And pairing D'Lo, who doesn't play any defense, along with Lonzo, who... Not Lonzo, I mean. Melo, who's not going to look to play any defense early on, especially. Who's not going to even understand the concept of defense. And it's just going to be focused on his scoring and what he can do offensively. I don't think that's ever going to work. And then you pair that up with Towns, who doesn't really play defense who's not really a defensive center, that's going to bring all kinds of mismatch defensively. And I don't think that's going to work. So if anything, if you drive, if you draft Melo, I think it's to potentially trade him later with a team that, you know, is maybe looking for a budding superstar that might be able to work. But if you're drafting for this team and what it has right now, I think you have to go with Anthony Edwards just because uh, you can pair him up with D-Lo defensively. And if he gets his, you know, a lot of scouts have been saying that he doesn't try sometimes. His effort is kind of low. And maybe after what happens with the T-Wolves and Wiggins, maybe they don't really want to bring in another player who you have to encourage to play. You want somebody who's just a dog, who's just really to go out there. It's a lot of day in Miami, and by the way, shout out to Miami. But we'll talk about that a lot. Hey, shout out to the 305. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see if that's something the Wolves are looking to do. But if you, if if you, if I was the T Wolf front office and I was given this choice, okay, you have to draft somebody. It's got to be Anthony Edwards, just because if he locks in and gets it all in and gets like the proper coaching, I don't really think this front office has yet. But we'll talk about that later, whether or not this is the coaching staff that's can like lead this team to a playoff in the West, especially. Anthony Edwards is, is the best option just because he can kind of play defense if he gets it all together. This is tough saying that with the number one pick, but if he gets it all together, he could be a great defensive player on one end. And, and, and we've seen some of what he did in college at Georgia, averaging like 19.5 points, I think, somewhere around that 19 range he averaged. Uh, he can kind of put that together with uh, whatever he can get defensively and create something that, you know, can resemble a budding superstar. This is not really this is not really the year I would want the number one pick, honestly. But if you're going to draft somebody, he's the best option for this uh, team and what they have right now. If everything stays as it is. Now, obviously, we know we're free agents is coming up with trades and a draft thing. 
things are going to change. So but if this team stays as it is, I think they will go for Anthony Edwards. We'll see. Good luck to the T-O. We'll talk about that uh, along the line as the draft comes around. But for now, that's my contribution for what the T-Wolves got going on. Now, let's stick on basketball quickly here, man. This this wouldn't be, this got to be fun for me too. And to make this fun for me, we've got to talk about things that I'm interested in. Shout out to my Miami Heat. I'm going to take a brief second. I know this is the Minnesota Lead America Follow podcast, and we don't have time to be talking about other cities and other teams. But shout out to my Heat. Let's talk about us a little bit. We're in the playoff right now. We just swept the Milwaukee Bucks, man. I don't give a f- Bucks, Ducks, whatever. Heat, done. Five. We took them out of here. Uh, I've been saying this all season long. Anyone that would listen to me, anyone of my close friends that talk sports with me knows I always say we will beat the Hawks. We just match up with them perfectly. What Giannis do, we had a lot of players that could switch defensively, match him up. Like, we building that wall. We're not afraid of Giannis when he's coming down. We have... I mean, we're putting like three guys on the court that can legitimately guard Giannis. Jimmy Butler, uh, Jay Crowder, and Bam Adebayo can legitimately make Giannis match up tough. So I knew we was going to beat the Hawks the whole time. Uh, we got Boston, hopefully, well, Game 7 is tonight. I don't know if it's going to be Boston or uh, Toronto, but whichever one of these guys we get, I promise y'all, the Heat in five. Again, we're that good, and we'll catch the Lakers, hopefully, in the NBA Finals. Hopefully, the Lakers get make it, but I got I want the Heat organization to get their hands on LeBron in the Finals. I feel like Pat Riley's pretty much going to, like, sell stakes of the franchise to each of these players if we could beat LeBron in the Finals. Like, Pat Riley wants to stick it to LeBron. I know if we get the chance to uh, play the Lakers in the Finals, Pat Riley is going to be the most amped up person in the country. Really wishing his team can get the job done. But, you know, we'll see along the line. We'll see who gets the job done. Shout out to my Miami here. We just got to get that out the way. But um, another thing, music. Let's Another segment that I want us to get into is music. There's a lot of new music out there. A lot of artists in, in the country in general putting a lot of music. The quarantine is almost wrapping up. We're almost coming around that holiday season. This approach where artists like to take the time off. So everyone that has new music that they want to release this year is going to have to drop it now or they're going to have to hold it till late, uh, next year. A lot of artists take November to December off. So there's not really a lot of music coming out around that time. So from September to like November-ish, you, we get a lot of really good music. So uh, I see some of the new music that are out there. Shout out to Big Sean. Big Sean just released his new uh, project, his new album called Detroit 2. This was kind of, I was like, Detroit 2? I don't remember Detroit 1, but shout out to Big Sean. Uh, Project was okay. Didn't really get too deep into it yet. I've heard a few tracks off of it, so I don't want to act like, hey, I'm a music expert or like... It was good. A few, a few good songs from on there. So we're not. I, I don't. We're just gonna talk about the music. I said I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Like I'm some music expert. Uh, six nine. Let's get to six nine. Six nine also released a new project called Tighter Tales. Uh, yeah, I listen. But to be honest, I listen to two songs. So let's let's get let's get down to it. Uh, I'm not. I listened to the joint with Akon. Obviously, I went in here locked up. It's called Locked Up Part Two. Just what he was talking about and how the song goes. So obviously, we got the snippet on IG. I kind of went in here to see what is he really talking about. How Akon kind of gets around the topic of you know doing locked up with somebody who wasn't really locked up that long as compared to the other people's guy. But that's a different topic. So let's. Uh, you know, Six Nine is doing a lot of trolling to promote the album, to promote the EP. It's uh, not the EP. Promote the album. Uh, he's doing a lot of beefing with Lil Durk. I'm not calling. I'm not calling it beef. I think they're doing a lot of promoting of their albums. I should say so. That's going. That's doing what it's doing. Uh, shout out to Six Nine. If okay to make this to make this the interaction segment. Tell me, do you listen to Six Nine? If not, why not? Uh, will you never listen to him just because of what he done and the whole snitching? Do you give him a chance? Do you watch the music or maybe not tune in as much, but you do tune in for the IG segment because. 
Everyone says they don't listen to 6ix9ine, but 6ix9ine has 24 million followers on IG. So somebody's either listening or watching. And he's projected to sell almost like 50K or 65K first week. So it's not the numbers he wanted, but obviously people are listening. So tell me, are you one of the 65,000 people that's projected to listen to his album first week? I know I was one just because I know I listened to the Akon. So it is what it is. I'm not supporting snitching or doing none of that. I'm not in the streets to have any say in that anymore. But... Like, do you listen to 6ix9ine or not? Let me know. Uh, another thing, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Young Boy just dropped a new project. Uh, I think I think it actually came out last night. Uh, Twitter was going crazy. I think Young Boy is one of the uh, NBA Young Boy that is. Sorry. Uh, young Boy is one of those people who has a fan base. And I'm like, what are y'all tuning in for? I don't I don't see it. But I guess it's there. So shout out to the NBA Young Boy. I did tune in for one song. It's the song with Lil Wayne. I think it's called Windows something. Something out of the windows. Uh, Twitter was like saying it's the passing of the torch from Lil Wayne to young NBA Young Boy. First, we've got to stop with the passing of the torch. Like, we can't pass the torch everybody. We said Wayne passed the torch to Little Baby on a song. I forgot what song it was. They did a song. Twitter was going crazy about Wayne passing the touch to Baby, uh, to Little Baby. We've said Wayne passed the touch to Drake. Uh, like, we've got to, like, slow down. I don't think... I heard the NBA Youngboy and Little Wayne song. It wasn't all that. It wasn't special. It wasn't anything super crazy. I don't remember one memorable line from it. But Twitter made it the biggest deal last night. So... We'll see. And it was also the number one song on iTunes, uh, on Apple Music last night when I checked. So, shout out to NBA Youngboy and his fans and what he's got going on. I don't understand the music right now. I don't I don't understand the hype behind him, but he's huge on YouTube and other platforms. So, obviously, he's doing something right. Shout out to you, my boy. Keep getting that money. Um, Minnesota Music. We can't forget that. Uh, shout out to DJ D-Mills. Uh, just dropped. Uh, let me get the proper title here. Uh, give me one second, guys. I apologize. I want to make sure I get it right. The project is called Summer Breakout. Uh, I was really excited about this when he announced that this would be coming out. Uh, it has Rich going on it. If you know, uh, Rich going is an artist from Minnesota. Huge, blowing up huge right now. Uh, has Rich going. It has, uh, Casanova, it has Big Wiz, it has uh, Apollos, it has Proof of God, it has uh, Ed Stark, and I'm forgetting one more other person, Madman and Referee is the name. But those are all Minnesota artists. The tape is dope. I think it's on live mixtape. Uh, like, check it out. I'll try to put the tags in the description below here if you can. Check it out. It's a Minnesota artist. It's called Summer Burnout. Don't forget. It's called the Summer Burnout. Uh, check it out. It's really dope. It's Minnesota artist. My boy Rich Goon is on there. Uh, his single Freak, which huge. It's a dope club record. It's really, it's something you can vibe to. It's a party anthem. So shout out to Rich Goon, by the way. I hope I can get him on this podcast soon. He doesn't really do too much of talking. And so it's going to be weird talking and seeing what he will do. But I hope I could get him on here soon. So shout out to my dog, Rich Goon. So that's that. Uh, while we're on music, let's talk about something that's been crazy right now. Tory Lanez and the whole Mag situation. Uh, yesterday, news just dropped that, you know, Tory Lanez texted Mag an apology. It's weird people were saying it's an apology, but I didn't really think he apologized. He was just kind of saying like, yo, sorry about the incident. Not really. Sorry I shot you. Just like, sorry about the whole incident. I was kind of drunk and I really apologize. So yeah, that's, I think a lot of people want Tori to come out and say like, yo, did you shoot Mag or not? Uh, honestly, I don't think we're ever going to get that from Tori just because uh, you might get that in the interview session or something, but I don't think he'll ever just come out and say, yo, I shot Mag just because that's a career ender. Let's be honest. If you come out in this Me Too move, not Me Too necessarily, in this social awareness movement, if you come out as a black man set, I shot a black queen 
with no justified reason. Not that there's ever a justified reason to shoot a black queen with no justified reason as it looks like right now. Tory's career is done. So I think Tory's going to take the whole of 2020 off. He's going to chill, wait till things break down, uh, elections over. There's biggest things to talk about. There's things people are worried about. Other things not involving Tory, and I think Tory is going to come out and hopefully try to put out music. We've seen a lot of platforms kind of, I don't want to say platforms, but a lot of people, you know, drawing away from Tory, saying Tory is canceled. We no longer listen to Tory. We've seen a lot of artists take Tories off of work that they've already done with him and say, hey, we're going to put this out without Tory on it due to the whole situation with Max. So um, I think Tory is walking a thin line right now. Obviously, he's obviously fighting for just the right to be in this country right now, to be honest with you, because I don't think he's a citizen. He's from Canada, obviously. With a domestic violence like that, that's definitely something that can get you deported. And Tory don't want that right now. You can still put out music from Canada, but being in the U.S. means a lot to what he as an artist is than just being in Canada. So... Pray for Tory. Pray for Max. Shout out to the Queen Max. Shout out to the Stallion Max. It's never a situation, you know, you want to put somebody in. Uh, like, she has to deal with the fact that, you know, not just dealing with the emotional scar of, like, somebody shooting at you. Like, we can't underlook that. And I'm not here to cast a stone on Tory to say, hey, you shouldn't listen to him. Or he's a terrible guy. I really want to hear him explain, like, you know, just where your thought process was. Obviously, there's nothing you can say to make this situation right. But at least explain to people what was going in your mind and what led you to this. And how this even, like, how do you even get to the point of shooting somebody? Especially somebody that's not attacking you or, like, just walking away or going somewhere, you know, shoot somebody in the hill. Like, we want to get that from Tori. I don't think we will, but, you know, shout out to Meg. Shout out to what she's got going on. Shout out to all the stallion out there. Um, you know, I hope, I hope she can really recover from this, get to put this behind her, you know, heal herself and really continue her career. Cause obviously she's her, if you know Mag background story, she lost her, uh, she lost her mother. And I think she lost her father a long time ago. She lost her mother right before her career took off. So I kind of feel like she's out there alone. Not really with somebody to be that like emotional support for her necessarily. I don't think she's in a relationship with anybody. She and Tori might have been doing a little side entanglement or whatever they had going on. But you know, just having that emotional support i think it could be scary in a time like this when your career is taking off you don't know who's really there for you i think she's the only child too so you don't have like that immediately really close blood relative that you can be like okay i trust this person 100 everyone just seems like they're there for whatever purpose they can get from you so it could be a scary time so shout out to mag i hope she figures that out and puts in uh you know put this whole situation behind her. But uh, speaking of crazy story, man, I really I really want us to talk about this a little bit. The Odell story, this this just broke also yesterday. So this is this is a really shitty topic to talk about, point intended. These, these three, I, well, it was one of them, but it was a podcast. It was the No Jumper Adam 22 podcast. This girl who, alleg who apparently is Chief Keith, baby mama, allegedly went on a podcast now i will say honestly this podcast um i follow this podcast and i follow no jumper and i know they they kind of have a tendency to publish these outlandish stories from people who just come on there and say anything and you know this this breaks on twitter and it becomes breaking news that oh this is what's going on but really these I, I think these women just throw random things out there so let's get into the whole Dell story this girl said um allegedly Odell likes, you know, the whole, she said Odell asks her to send him videos of her on the, you know, doing the number two and all that. That's, that's wild. That's a wild allegation, period, if that's true. But 
if it's false, that's what I really want to talk about. The fact that people just, you know, like, especially for these celebrities, man, people just go on these platforms, say anything, especially this podcast platform where people just have, uh, you know, the ability to say something and millions of people can hear it. And they throw out these random things and we just run with it. Like, oh, it's verified. Like I saw the chick and I'm like, there's no way Odell is like. Listen, man, I'm, Odell has, I think Odell has to have, like, some kind of standard to where, like, I don't think he would mess with that or even, it is what it is. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say, hey, dudes do worse than that. Like, dudes don't have any, like, morals and all that. Look, man, if you're a guy like Odell and everything he has, everything he has going on, I don't think that's even a level, like, he was scooped to and whatnot. So, I, but I just think it's crazy how people just ran with the story and it's breaking news. Oh, a place for the Cleveland Browns, too. So, we created a bunch of crazy jokes on Twitter, but that's that's a whole nother thing. Uh, the Browns jokes was funny. He came out, you know, Odell kind of made a, Odell made it kind of go away by, you know, he put he put out a status on uh, on his IG that says, you know, once you're on your, I think something about once you're on your pedestal, people throw a lot of shit at you to get you off. So, like that but he, he kind of made people laugh and it was a, it was a good moment to just kind of like you know i'm not worried about that i got better things to focus on now yeah so but like if you're if i'm a celeb you gotta start suing some of these people now you know they, they say the whole allegedly you wish you you know possibly save them from a lawsuit but you can still sue somebody even if they said allegedly if they, if 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 it's just, if it's that outrageous to where there's no validation to it and they're just throwing something out there allegedly or not you can't just say allegedly and then say like like you're saying something and then put allegedly in front of it. Like, there's no rumors about that. You're the one who can't mind put that out there to the world. You can't just say allegedly on that. So, if I'm Odell, I'm suing one of these females. Even if I don't get any money from it, I'm going to take you on a long, crazy-ass court battle that you're just not even going to financially be able to, like, handle yourself. And, like, eventually you're going to, like, learn the lesson. But this is crazy. We've got to, like, tame this or do something about this. But, yeah. Uh, that's it. That, we'll just leave that alone. I'm done with this topic, but that's that. So, shout out to Odell. Shout out to the Browns and what they got going on. Uh, last thing I want us to talk about is uh, September 11. You know, uh, I think today's September 11, actually, if you get this on a different day. Yeah, I recorded this on September 11. Uh, I have a crazy story about September 11. Actually, the day, uh, September 11, 2001 i was actually in uh i was in africa ghana to be exact and i remember this day as clear as it was yesterday because september 11 2001 was actually the day we were supposed to get our passport everything validated and we're supposed to like you know be like a few days or a few weeks from coming to america <laughs> yeah so uh remember we got to the uh we got to the embassy in ghana that day september 11 2001 and like just excited you know obviously my mom was excited. We're about to, you know, go to America, you know, uh, chase our dreams, try to better our life. All of that, like the American dream was, it was, it was exciting. I was a kid at the time. It really, we, obviously I was happy we was coming to America, but it didn't mean as much as it meant to my mom and the opportunity that she was presenting to us. So obviously you see me, I got the immigrant shirt on. Shout out to my homie, Jay Kofer. He has, uh, he makes these immigrant shirts, wonderful, multiple colors. So check him out if you want to. Uh, I think he's working on his website too. So his name is Jay Kofer. And uh, you can get some, you can get one of these immigrant shirts, this color or other options if you choose to. So shout out to my boy, Jay Kofer. But uh, yeah, back to the story. We was at the embassy uh, expecting to get our green card and our confirmation to go to the U.S. And all of a sudden, the uh, embassy, it was like everything went into a, 
you know, the news broke that uh, actually at the time they didn't we didn't they didn't even break the news to us. They just shut down the embassy. Like there's nothing going on. Everybody's got to go home. Uh, we will we will give you information on what's going on later. Uh, but they clear out the embassy at the time. I don't think people knew what was going on. It was. It was crazy times, and uh, the news trickled down to Africa slowly. So at the time, we didn't really know what was going on. Things weren't updated as much. Social media wasn't as what it is today, as, so news can break as easily. This was 2001, obviously. So at the time, we was like, what happened? Who did what? What fuck? I know my mom was kind of stressed at the time. Like, did one of you guys do something that fucked this up? Why aren't we? You know, it was just, it was just a crazy time. So... Um, and I was just like, what's going on? So we're not going to America no more. We didn't get any result. We didn't get any like confirmation as to like when we could come back or like we'll do this. I just remember they shut down everything and told us we had to get out of there. So, you know, obviously at this time, 2001 news trickled down slowly and even slower in Africa at that time. So it went social media, it went as much internet access as we have today. So when the news broke down, this was like three, four hours later when we fully understood what was going on in the U.S. At the time, I didn't even know what's a terrible terroristic attack was like you know that's not something that was pop culture term at the time so it was like what what's a terroristic attack what a plane running you know like isn't that by accident we thought you know it's just like no it wasn't by accident it might be a war going on in the u.s that's just what the concept was that's just what people were thinking at the time this is going to lead to a war america is under attack the war is ending this was crazy time so obviously the news broke everybody understood what was going on legitimately it took us like three years to get back to the process so uh get to where we are we uh got to america like three years later uh but yeah i just i I specifically remember where i was it's funny when i when i got to this country and that's uh you know september 11 comes around every time and we talk in school about where were you when september 11 where were you uh where were you at september 11 2001 and it's funny when i explain that story to people it's like oh you're in africa this impacted you too yeah it impacted everybody it impacted the world so uh it's a whole thing going on about all lives matters uh our building matters on twitter right now as far as that i don't want like i don't get caught up too much into that because like Yo, this is it, this was a crazy time, and we should remember these people. We're not gonna do the all lives matter, so now all buildings gotta matter too. So no, but this was this was this was a huge moment. This was a tragedy that happened at the time, and we should honor those people that lost their lives and people that you know contributed to saving lives in those buildings. So shout out to everybody that you know contributed towards a life, uh, contributed towards saving life during that time. Uh, I was in Africa. So, but when we got the news, it really impacted everybody and it impacted the world. And a lot of people were praying for America and what was going on here. So, shout out to America. Shout out to uh, shout out to the first responding during the September 11 uh, attack. So, that's my story time. Uh, we're almost wrapping up here. So, let's, uh, this is the, I call this the Minnesota Leads America Follow shout outs. We're just going to give a few shout outs to people doing dope stuff and talk about what they got going on right now. Uh. Honestly, I feel like I already did this segment, but shout out DJ D Mills and what he's got going on with the uh, summer burnout. 
on live mixtape. Check it out. Summer Burnout. Some of the dopest Minnesota artists and what they got going on right now. Uh, it's a dope mixtape. It's a dope project. It's something you can listen to. It's a Minnesota base. So, like, let's support Minnesota art. It's fine that we listen to, you know, hip-hop and from everywhere across the country and whatnot. Different music. But, you know, Minnesota has a lot of dope artists coming out. Shout out to my homie Rich Gold also, like I said. But shout out to DJ D Mills for the Summer Burnout mixtape. That's going to be the very first shout out on the Minnesota. Minnesota Leads America Follow Podcast. So uh, I think that's it, guys. Yo, can you believe that? We did our very first podcast and we did it together, guys. I really appreciate you guys checking it out and tuning in. Uh, Like I said, man, whatever this podcast leads to, whatever this platform leads to, I hope you guys can come along with it. I'm putting it into our hands. We can do whatever we want to do with this podcast and this platform. We want to talk. We want to be entertained. We want to watch sports. We want to talk music. We want to talk art, fashion. We want to talk about your business. You want to talk about your platform. You want to talk about what you got going on. This is absolutely the place. Reach out to me. I'm open to share this with anybody. And this has been dope. I'm really happy we got this started. I've been like beating myself up by getting started, getting started. I'm glad we got started. And this is, is this episode one? There's a lot more to come. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you watching this. I appreciate you listening to this. Appreciate you tuning in. And we are out. It gets cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota, cold like Minnesota, if you can. (laughs) Peace out.